Ladies and gentlemen, for no mere mortal can resist the evil of a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to laugh like Vincent Price. I can't do it. No, I don't think anyone can. You can't do it. No. Don't even try. No. I've tried in my own time. It never sounds that oh, good. Oh, no. <laughs> he was the king. Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Oh, oh, Doc. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Whoa, we're going to have company! Loud noises! Hello! Hello! <laughs> that was probably really loud in your ears, sorry. Hi, I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulvia Cantarmaggio. Welcome to a podcast called Fred. Hello, people. Hello, hello, hello. Thank, <laughs> you for, thank you for joining us. Welcome back. On this spooky, spooky episode. Not that it's really going to be very spooky because Fulvia doesn't like that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we just won't tell her. Um <laughs> That it's going to be spooky. Uh-huh. But it's, yes, it was Halloween this week. So yes, it was. That was pretty awesome. Did you do anything? I worked Halloween. I was at the Shawn Mendes concert. Oh. Inside people, or outside? Outside. Boo. Yeah. I mean, I could still hear some of his songs. That's how loud it was. I think they're... they're... Treat you better. Did you hear that one? I think so. You're welcome for my excellent vocals, by the way. <laughs> Sony Music, call me. Actually, yeah. don't because I don't like you. Um, I, <laughs> I heard quite a, like, I think Sorry. I've heard quite a few things. Um, mainly the one, um, uh, nothing holding me back. Right. Um, that song de- definitely, cause I was there for two of the three nights of the concert. Cool. Um, and yeah, they obviously had the inner doors open so that we could at least hear it. Mm. <laughs> and on Halloween, uh, a lot of the, um, patrons dressed up. Uh, on Halloween, because apparently Sean Mendes is a lover of Halloween. Oh, he absolutely loves it. That's good. So he 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 had this uh, he had a special they have this special thing for the concerts where you can you can go down for a Q and A panel with him in a spe- in a special room. Wow, which would have costed a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and apparently they decked out the uh, that room for for Halloween specifically. Nice. Um, That's cool. not that I saw, but you know. I I knew like I know where the room was. I just didn't like they were packing up when I got a chance to see what they were doing. So cool. on the last night. So yeah, um, but <laughs> uh, so that was like very very busy nights. Yes, I bet. Uh, yeah, uh, majority female population in the of ages between freaking ten and. 20 something yep <laughs> that's his age bracket yeah <laughs> all those girls love it uh, <laughs> a lot of a lot of parents dropping off their teenage girls for the concerts yes um so yeah that was interesting cool <laughs> um apart from that uh haven't really done anything too exciting i mean we've we recorded the monthly and we it's did. out now we did please go listen go check that out um, you know, Collectible Chaos got released as well. Yes, please go watch. Go watch that too. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but on Halloween after work, uh, when I got home, I had some time to myself. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch a movie. And I decided to stick with the Halloween theme. And I watched Ghostbusters. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And not the 2016 one. No. You watched the original Ghostbusters. Um, now, oh, excuse me. This is like one of those big films you'd never seen, correct? Not that I remember, no. Okay. Like, I honestly don't remember if I've ever watched it. Okay. I just remember a lot of iconic scenes and quotes. <laughs> That's all I remember. <laughs> but then right? I went back and actually watched the film, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't think I ever watched this. So I'm glad I did this time. <laughs> if someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. Yes. <laughs> Are you the key master? Are you the gatekeeper? <laughs> um, I love that movie. Mm. What did you think? It was a, it was actually a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, right? I, I enjoyed it. Um, Bill Murray's character was just very nonchalant and just like, yeah, whatever. Venkman is <laughs> the king. I love him so much. And Dan Aykroyd's character was Ray. just like full on, like, all right, there's you know there's ghost activity happening here let's go check it out he was very passionate about his he work he is very passionate <laughs> yeah but um professor bankman bankman sorry bankman's bill murray but yeah yeah so he yes. he wasn't very passionate about what he was doing he was no. the the opening scene is of him testing two students on a psych test to see if they can guess what the cards are. And he'd say yes to the girl, but no to the boy and always electrocute the poor Even boy. Even though the boy was always right. Was he? Uh, no, I think yep. he, was, he was only right on the last one. Oh, maybe it was the last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, because he was wrong on okay. most of them. Right, right, right. He was right He was right on the last one when he said it was a couple of weeks. Yeah, and then he turned around and was like, nope, and he was like, Dah! and the girl <laughs> and just was lost wrong it. on every single one. Yeah, pretty yeah. much, and he was just pretending because he Cause just... she was really pretty. Apparently, yeah. So <laughs> All of that, apparently. <laughs> I'm like, yes, she was. You douchebag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rude. Uh, what did you think of... Um, Mr. Walter Peck. That was the... That's the guy that was trying to... With the orange hair that was trying to kick them out. Turn them off. He's like, shut down the protection grid. Everybody oh! The, right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will come back with a quarter. I, I wanted to punch him. Yeah. <laughs> right? Isn't it great that he gets his comeuppance? Yep. <laughs> at the just, end. Gets... Soon as, as soon as he... Because he was just yelling and I'm just like, go away they're doing work literally i think my favorite quote in the whole film is <laughs> the mayor says is this true and uh Venkman's like yes this is true this man has no dick <laughs> it's yes the best yes it is. i swear as soon oh, as that line was i love as soon as i heard that line i just cracked yeah up. i, I, oh I love so much that was yeah. like so funny i'm so glad you enjoyed it yes yes it was a lot of fun to watch that's I'm, good i'm glad i got to actually did the dogs watch it scare finally. the dogs scare you at all the dogs yeah um see the, the whole it, zool thing no not really bit not tame, really bit tame because it was made in the 80s yeah pretty much fair enough um but okay. after what was it? I don't know if have you watched the not watched. Have you listened to the most recent episode of Fab Black Man, Man, Black Man and Beyond. Beyond at the moment? I was going to ask you off air about that, yeah. but we'll we'll give them a free plug because um, we always do. Because uh, Mark Bernard mentions Ghostbusters, and yeah. he says that without the comedy, without the humor elements, it's actually a 
it's horror. very it's a scary. supernatural horror. Yes, very supernatural. Yeah. So if you take out all the punchlines, that it actually works as it. a as a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. I literally was listening to that on the drive home. Yeah, today. me, me. Yeah, I was listening um, to it at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was surprised. I was actually going to say not to. We're gold leadering like crazy here. Oh, not on target at all. But um, I was. Yeah, I was going to wonder if you were going to listen to that because it was a horror roundtable. I'm like, is Fully even going to understand? Look. What, even what they're talking about. Even, even if I didn't get what was say what they were saying because I hadn't watched any of the films, I still enjoyed their banter. Okay, very good banter. Yeah, it was a really good banter to listen to, yes. and it just, you know, even though I don't know what the hell they're talking about, they still ended up talking about elements of filmmaking that I understood. And they mentioned Coraline. Well, I haven't actually seen that. That me? Oh, no, I, neither I have seen I, that. Neither have I. I've but seen that's the bride. I see. I've seen the corpse, corpse bride, bride. Right. but I haven't actually seen. Okay. Uh, Coraline. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, I won't ask you about that. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yes. watch Ghostbusters. Really loved it. Amazing. Um, hopefully, I'll get around to number watching number two. Oh yeah, I'd like to know your thoughts on number two because yeah. a lot of people don't like it. I'm one of the few. Well, not few. I don't know if I'm in the minority here, but I yeah, I really love it. Um, okay. I like the first one more. Definitely. Yeah. But number two is good and its soundtrack is better, I yeah. think. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. But that's just me. Um, um, apart yeah, cool. from that, haven't really done much else apart from working at the Cup Carnival. Yeah, it's underway. Uh, yeah, it started uh, Saturday. First day is Derby Day. And it rained. It was raining all day on and off. Not, um, not too heavy rain, thankfully. Um, but it was sort of drizzling most of the day. Mm. Um, I was in and out for that particular day. So I got wet and then I came back and dried off and then went back out to get wet again. Great. <laughs> um, but it was, for me, it was a pretty cruisy day. Um, yeah. It like, there wasn't really much for me to stress out about. Um, I knew what I was doing. I'm usually the team leader of all the relieving guards and I designate everybody to certain areas so they can look after other guards and yeah. And then we're, we're good to go. Great. Um, so yeah, bit of a disaster because of the weather, but apart from that, it wasn't too bad. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, Sunday, I didn't really do much else to be honest. Um, I think the only thing that I really did was did a little bit of video editing for a certain writer's block theater. Yeah. So I started on a little bit of uh, video editing for them. That's cool. Um, Very nice. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. And that's pretty much it. Went shopping with mum. Apparently they didn't go to market today cause it was, you know, the weather wasn't that great in the morning. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, my parents work at a trash and treasure market <laughs> every Sunday. Um, but yeah, the weather wasn't the best, so they didn't end up going. So we went out shopping instead. <laughs> yeah. Great. That's pretty Good. much been my week. How about okay. you, Kendall? How about me? Well, um, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> haven't really done too much. What did I do when? Oh yeah. So... This week's been good in the fact that I've got to catch up with my best friend. Yeah. On two separate occasions, which is nice. So Wednesday, uh, went and spent the day with my best friend and we had a really great time. Um, and we made burritos for dinner. Oh, yum. And play. I got to play Crash Team Racing for the first time. The, the, the remastered. <laughs> the, the remastered? Yeah. How was that? Really cool. Yeah? And I was having a lot of flashbacks to childhood, <laughs> of course, because like... The, you know, it's basically the same 
tra- a lot of the same tracks and same characters mm. and, this, and they use the exact same music as well so ah. but a lot of other stuff about it was different um there was a whole bunch of new courses that were really tricky and a whole bunch of new characters i didn't even know existed mm-hmm. and yeah it was a lot of fun so yeah, that's cool yeah that was good uh and then yes halloween came and I went to a party. Nice. Uh, what did you dress up as? I, unfortunately, nothing spooky, but Aww. I... Wayne, you're going to love this. I dressed up as Batgirl. Hey! Because I have a Batgirl costume. <laughs> and I thought I'd break it out. Uh, so that was a lot of fun, this party I went to and hung out. Had a lot of drinks. I don't know how I didn't completely write myself off the next oh, day. Because wow. I had so much. <laughs> I had a lot. I went hammer and tongs. On the alcohol. <laughs> and not the beer either. Just I just went ham on the beer. Uh, hardcore. Uh, and on the beer. I didn't go, I don't drink beer. What am I even saying? I See, I'm still drunk, people. I think that's... <laughs> the hangover has not cured. I think that's really what's going on here. I'm still, in, I'm still intoxicated. Uh, but yeah, it was a great party. Played some Jackbox, game, Jackbox games. Yes. Jackbox. Jackbox. So much fun. Very fun. Very fun. That was good. And yeah, and then uh, the second occasion of seeing my bestie, we went down to Apollo Bay. Yay! Stayed for a night. And nice beachside views. Lovely views. Lovely little town uh, on the Great Ocean Road. And we went and saw a pretty waterfall and went and had lunch at a really nice cafe. And what else did we do? I know, it was just, it was just nice doing the whole road trip thing because yeah. we were like. You know, listening to music and podcasts and, nice. and just chatting in general. And yeah, so we had a really good time. It was fun. It was good to get yes. away for the weekend. Uh, so it's back to reality. Yep. Tomorrow. But before we get in, out, out of our me- meaningless lives, not that they're meaningless, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Before we move on, yes. uh, my favorite thing from this week. Mm-hmm. And I'm you're, as soon as I start, you're, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm still not over it. And it's been like three days. <laughs> <coughs> My husband, Tom Hiddleston, mm-hmm. and his co-star on uh, Broadway's Betrayal, Charlie, uh, yes. Charlie Cox, <laughs> who is also Daredevil uh, in the Netflix series, Rip, um, they both dressed up as each other's Marvel characters for Halloween. People. Yes, they did. <laughs> And it broke the internet quite a bit. The amount of oh yes, it did. The amount of articles I saw on Facebook reporting about it, and then I just was seeing all of the those pictures all over my dash on uh, Tumblr. So mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm sharing this with people in case they haven't seen it. So I, I put it on my Instagram. I put it on my Facebook. You weren't the only one on my friend list that ended up sharing that. Yeah, saying that I had someone else on my friend list that shared it as well. How it was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that was amazing. So Hiddles was Daredevil, and and. Uh, Charlie was um, Loki. Was Loki, and uh, yeah, the Loki costume definitely suits Charlie Cox more than Daredevil suited Tom Hiddleston. I'll just say that. <laughs> but it was good for his ass. Oh uh, yes. <laughs> if I can objectify him for one second, <laughs> he, it made his ass look really good. Yes. Um, and then their awesome co-star Zoe Ashton dressed as uh, Captain Marvel. Oh nice. 
nice. And she looked really cool too. Awesome. So, yeah. So go check out those photos online. You'll get a good laugh out of them. The boys look like they were having a really good time. Yes. So, looked like they were um, just having so much having fun. Having a lot of fun doing that. <laughs> and it's good too because Tom and Charlie are old friends because, you know, two British actors of the same age basically. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. worked out well. <laughs> They've been friends for a long time, and now they're in this Broadway play together. And that was previously on the West End, so it's, you know, I mean, it'd be cool for Canada Australia. It won't, but, uh, mm. but yeah, very exciting stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, so I had to mention that. There's no oh, way I wasn't mentioning that. <laughs> so, what better segue into the nerdy news than that? Yay! Let's, let's get into it. Let's dive in. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most S. Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Alright, it's nerdy news time, people. Strap in. We've got some big, big things to discuss. Yes. Uh, that I am, of course, very excited about. Mm-hmm. That is my one emotion on this podcast, is excited. <laughs> Excitement. Excitement. All right, we're going to start with some Marvel news to kick us off, as usual. Uh, and that's the way I like it. Mm. Uh, we've got Ant-Man 3 has been officially announced. Marvel, Marvel Studios will be producing <laughs> the upcoming threequel. In the Ant-Man series, Yay. Paul Rudd is expected to return. Evangeline yes. Lilly is expected to return. No official announcements have been made other than Peyton Reed will be uh, getting back in the director's chair to uh, bring us this third installment. No title either. Um, and no exact release date, but it looks like it'll be 2022. Yay! So whether that's phase four, part two, or phase five altogether, they haven't said uh, but yeah, yeah. So oh, I can't wait for another Ant Man movie. Two and a bit years. <laughs> so probably the same year we'll get Guardians three. Will be Ant Man three as well. So that's going to be a very funny year for superhero movies. I yes. Think. Oh my goodness. Gonna I cannot be, wait. Going to be excellent. Yes. Speaking of things coming out in twenty twenty two. Yeah. This is another sequel. I can't wait to see Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Oh my goodness. The sequel has been confirmed. Miles Morales is turning to the animated big screen uh and it will be on the 8th of april in 2022 so that's a full-on release date that's a right locked there. in locked in date uh the 8th of april they have to deliver now yes so it's two and a half years away so we've got to wait a little bit unfortunately but that's gonna be very much worth it yes definitely absolutely all right switching crossing ponds to the DC universe and we've got some more casting news confirmed for Matt Reeves the Batman Commissioner Gordon is going to be played by the wonderful actor Jeffrey Wright Uh, awesome awesome actor very good in Westworld I haven't really seen him in a lot of things over the years neither have I but he's he's out there and he's phenomenal Um, yeah he's gonna make a great Commissioner Gordon and it's really cool and I'm waiting for the backlash the fact that we've got Zoe Kravitz playing Catwoman and now we've got Jeffrey Wright yeah. as Commissioner Gordon there are, these are people of colour and the internet doesn't always like people of colour for some stupid reason mm. um, but I think this is awesome Yeah. Um, because Jeffrey Wright is as I've just said a wonderful actor highly talented so he's going to bring some epic gravitas yes. to the commish Definitely. Going to be sweet. Going to be sweet. I mean, my, you know, 
My heart kind of longs for J.K. Simmons, Commissioner Gordon, but was not meant to be. No, it's fair. Was not meant to be. Okay. Uh, stepping down into the DC small screen now, we've got some Arrowverse news that does not surprise me at all, but I just thought I'd mention it because it's so great. Uh, Felicity Smoke is returning for the finale <laughs> for the last season of Arrow. Emily Bet Rickards herself will be coming back one more time to play Miss Felicity Smoke and the Olicity shippers went wild online this week and I'm one of them. I'm I'm already missing her right now after three episodes. It's been strange watching Arrow and not seeing her around, but Arrow's been really good so far. I I still haven't watched the third episode. Watch it. Watch it it tomorrow. (laughs) Fully's going to kill me. Apparently something huge (laughs) went down. Yep. There's a bit of a cliffhanger. Yep. And I haven't watched it yet. Uh, so, but it's been a big return to form for Arrow for yes, their last season. It really so. has been. It's been doing so well. And I've, for some reason, I think this season's been my favorite so far. Holy shit. <laughs> I don't know if there's that's a so good much, thing. There's so much happening yeah, all at once. It's good. There's no filler. It's... It's all killer, no filler. That's basically Pretty much. what's going on. Mm-hmm. But it's it's good stuff. Yep. Okay. Uh, a new new Arrowverse TV series was announced this week Ooh, as well. Oh, yes. Uh, ahead of the upcoming Crisis crossover, we are going to be getting a Superman and Lois TV show starring uh, the current Arrowverse iterations of the characters. So that Ooh. is uh, Tyler Hecklin's Superman, Clark Kent, and Elizabeth Tullock's Lois Lane. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. So uh, this Lois was introduced in last year's crossover, the mm-hmm. Elseworlds crossover, which is really good. Uh, and, of course, Tyler Hecklin's Superman was introduced way back in Supergirl Season 2, so he's mm-hmm. been around for a little bit now. And he's one of my favorite. He's already in my top three, I think, Superman. Fair enough. Like it's, I think it's probably Christopher Reeve and then maybe either him or Brandon Routh. I don't know. Or maybe even Dean Cain. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. But Tyler Hecklin <laughs> does a really good job in the show. Yeah. So I'm very happy to see he's getting his own series now. So is this going to be set in the same sort of universe? This will be, this will be set in the same universe as Supergirl. But in but an else world. But it will... Well, not in El- it's not going to be in Elseworld, no. So it's connected to... So the thing is, because you don't watch the other shows. No, you I don't. don't. <laughs> you don't understand. Okay. I watch the crossovers, but that's about it. <laughs> so basically, well, you know how Supergirl is on a different Earth. Yep. Okay. So this show will be set on that same On that Earth. Earth. Okay. Fair yes. enough. But so it'll still be connected, but not directly. Right. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Nevertheless, exciting. So that will be coming to our screens next year i'm guessing i don't think they've i don't think they actually announced when but um soon yes something really cool to look forward to they're probably just waiting for arrow to finish before they can start that up well maybe because there's that and then there's the green arrow and the canary show which we talked about last week so yeah there's also that coming out soon so there's so arrow's going but there's still new things coming people Mm -hmm. it's very awesome and speaking of awesome this was pretty really pretty pretty cool uh we're not getting a Green Lantern movie just yet, but we are getting a live-action TV series. Okay. On HBO Max. Are people excited? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't really seen much response. Because I'm, I, I, I hear so many misreactions about the last film. Because it wasn't good. No. <laughs> That's. I'm not going to beat around the bush. I know. And Ryan Reynolds and Taika Waititi are fully aware that 
it was not a good movie. Yeah. Uh, but it's okay. Yes. Because, you know, people redeem themselves in other ways. Exactly. It's why we have Deadpool. If Greenland had been a success, we may not have gotten Deadpool. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? And then Deadpool would not have broken the fourth wall about it that many times. Exactly. <laughs> or most importantly, at the end of Deadpool 2. Yes. Uh, but regardless... Um, this Green Lantern live action show is going to be brought to you by the excellent human being that is Greg Berlanti, mm-hmm. the mastermind of the entire Arrowverse, essentially. Wow. Except there's no word on whether or not this HBO Max series will be connected to that because mm-hmm. it's on a different platform. Probably not. Yep. But then again, when Supergirl was on uh, either CBS or NBC when it first premiered, I think it was NBC uh, in the States, they did manage to do a crossover. Yep. Before it came onto the CW. Okay. Um, so, who knows what will happen. Uh, and then, yeah, there's also going to be a Strange Adventures TV series, um, which is a DC superhero anthology that will feature characters from across the DC canon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an anthology series of cautionary tales set in a world where superpowers exist and in what promises to be our biggest DC show ever made... They're going to space with Green Lantern. So this was the statement released by Greg Berlanti uh, as a comment on the announcements. They haven't said if the Green Lantern show is going to be focusing on Hal Jordan, which is the Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. character that he played. Yep. Uh, or if it's going to be Jon Stewart um, or whoever else. Okay. They haven't said. Uh, so we will find out more news on that as it develops. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Green Lantern and Strange Adventures coming to HBO Max... Probably in the next year or two. So Awesome. Very exciting stuff. Uh, now we're going to move into some Game of Thrones slash Star Wars news. Mm. Which is hilarious to me. Because what a week. What a time to be uh, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss. Mm. What a time. What a time. Um, so, first we'll just start off with the fact that... Uh, the uh, Benioff and Weiss have decided to step away from their announced Star Wars trilogy of films that they were going to be uh. making, which is so interesting. So interesting, considering um, you know they were just basically not caught exactly, but people discovered that they kind of revealed at a con uh, how lazy they were and how nonchalant and uncaring and un- in- inconsiderate they were in regards to the Game of Thrones series in the writing process. Mm, yes. And the <laughs> lack of thought given in, in, in the pilot and all of this stuff. And yeah. yeah. So there is a there is an entire Reddit thread on this, so look it up uh, oh, if you want Mark to read Bernard it. Mark had a big discussion about that he too. He did. I know. <laughs> he did. So that, was, that, that really was good to hear oh, him talk yeah, about Oh, yeah, yeah. It was interesting because so, that was the first I've heard about it. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, yeah, so that's happened. And then all of a sudden they're not doing Star Wars. But they said the reason was not because they got booted off the project or anything like that. No creative differences to be seen. It was yeah. basically just because following the success of Game of Thrones, Benioff and Weiss were offered a massive deal with Netflix to produce television for them. Wow, okay. And they've said... Instead of trying to, you know, have too many hands and too many baskets. Yeah. That they uh, want to step away from one 
and devote more time to the other. So they've chosen Netflix over Star Wars, basically. And that's fine, because I don't want them to ruin Star Wars. No. <laughs> I mean, not that they would. Not that they would. And I'm not going to defend them, and I'm not going to defame them or anything. But I'm kind of okay. Cause, yeah, because we, we don't know what would have happened. We don't know what kind of story they were... Uh, I mean, maybe we do, because I feel like maybe I did see an article about it, but I didn't read it, because I was just like, well, it's not happening. I don't really want to read yeah, what's, it doesn't matter. what's not going to happen anymore. Yeah. Uh, but regardless, so that's not happening. Mm. Um, but in other Game of Thrones related news, uh, and to wrap up the nerdy news for this week, the Game of Thrones prequel series that had been announced, starring Naomi Watts, mm-hmm. had filmed a pilot uh, and was ready to go, and then HBO have decided, nah. We don't want it. We don't want you. Yep. They've they've pulled the plug on the uh, Game of Thrones prequel. That will not be happening. Uh, but They must have seen this pilot and been like, nah, it's not going to happen. Potentially. But on the other hand, uh, they've decided to say yes to a uh, Targaryen prequel series that had already been announced. Okay. That, that they were working on. But they haven't even filmed a pilot or done any casting for that yet. But they've already decided to go... Yep, you can have a full series. Right, because people are going to be more interested about the Targaryens. Well, because Daenerys compared to yeah, compared to whatever else potentially, because yeah, yeah. Daenerys obviously is not going to be in this Targaryen series because it's about the origins of the house. Yeah, um, the show is going. So technically, she wouldn't have been born yet. Maybe she would not have been born no. yet. Yeah. So it's about the origins. So it's going to be set a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to be called House of the Dragon. So I think there's going to be a lot of fantastic history brought up. I'm not, I'm, I haven't read the Game of Thrones books, and I know some of the books I think go into some detail on the history of the Targaryen mm. house and the time is that, when. Is that from the Fire, Fire and Blood? I think Fire it's and Blood is one of the yeah. books. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that is one of the books. So yeah, so there's going to be dragons. At yes. Least. We're yeah. going to be uh, not just Daenerys's dragons because they won't exist yet, but there will be. Many, many dragons in this show. Yep. So they're going to have a big, big budget. Oh, yeah. They're going to need one. Especially. Definitely. Uh, yeah, so that's that. And that's the nerdy news for this week. Woo! Anything you want to comment on, Fulia? Uh, not really. I'm just really excited that we're going to get Felicity Smoke back in. Yeah. Even, even though it is going to be for the last episode. I know. But that's fine. I'm, I'm still happy that she's going to be there because I miss her. I know. We both miss her very much. <laughs> we really do. But it's really, really good that she's coming back. Yes. For one last little hurrah. And yeah. Yeah. Because that would have been weird. Mm. If the show had ended without her being in it. So oh, I'm not, not, not entirely surprised no. to see her return. But it's, yeah. Very yeah. exciting stuff. Definitely. And can't wait for Ant-Man 3. Ant-Man 3. Yes. Ant-Man. Great. Love Paul Rudd. Paul Absolutely. Rudd is wonderful. So He's so good. There's been so a lot funny. of stuff going on on the internet at the moment with Paul Rudd where he does these, you know, question and answer stuff. Um, I think he, at the moment he's promoting his Netflix series, he is. Um, Living With Myself, Yes, um, which is on my list to watch because it looks interesting. It does look interesting. <laughs> Not just one Paul Rudd. No. <laughs> but there's also a video out there of him uh, dancing from one of the scenes of living with myself yeah. with, with one of the female characters and it's hilarious. Okay. It I'll is have to so watch it. good. You have to see it. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. Very nice. Yes. No, very good news. 
about that. I think I'm just very excited about everything, basically. Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah, happened. just overall excitement. And yes, all all good bits of nerdy information. Yes, for your ear holes. So, <laughs> uh, yes. Woo! Gonna be good stuff. All, all right. right. Thank you. That was the nerdy news, which means now it's time to roll on up to the trailer box. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. Alrighty then. Okay. Let's jump in. Yes. Fulia. Yes. Which trailer you want to talk about first? Let's just go from bottom to top. Bottom to top? Yes. Fantastic news. <laughs> Which means we are going to be talking about The Mandalorian. Oh my god. It's trailer 2, final mm-hmm. trailer for the upcoming... Disney Plus Star Wars live action series. Yes. Brought to you by the master that is John Favreau. Mm-hmm. And starring Pedro Pascal as the titular Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. This was a really good trailer. Yep. It expanded on the first trailer in a really nice way that it revealed a little bit more, but not too much. Yes. that That's what I like. Yeah. That was good. Very well made. Keeps you interested. It does. Keeps you, yeah. Keeps you like, okay, all right. I There's know still it. some mystery. Yeah. I, I'm I'm more intrigued now. Yes, definitely more intrigued and really cool. The f- and I'm curious as well about the uh, use of the carbonite in this because yeah. there were vi- not victims but <coughs> excuse me uh, captives of the Mandalorian and maybe other bounty hunters that were being frozen in carbonite. Yeah, multiple. Um, which hails back to obviously Empire Strikes Back and Han Solo. Being uh, frozen in carbonite for yeah. his transport back to Tatooine and to Jabba the Hutt. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I wonder. I just wonder whether or not maybe because I can't remember off the top of my head where this where exactly in time this series is set. Um, my guess is it's after um, Return of the Jedi and before Force Awakens, or it's somewhere. Yeah. Look, after we need that. to check that timeline again. We do, but. Apart from that, um, I was going to say, like, maybe the the Han Solo, you know, because they didn't know he was going to survive, and he was the first person to be frozen in carbonite. Yeah. Um, at least in the film canon. So, basically, uh, maybe they, the, the Mandalorians, the bounty hunters, were just like, okay, well, this just works as a good means of transporting a prisoner without any trouble. Yeah. Getting them to their destination. It's and- pretty much putting them in a sort of a deep sleep hibernation hibernation yeah. but they're coated in concrete well, kind of essentially <laughs> yes i don't know what case. carbonite is specifically as a material but it just looks like well, concrete it's ca- to me frozen in car- carbon like ca- so, well, it's carbon or... it's carbon freezing okay so yeah so carbon's a gas so yeah the, uh, if it's, it's a gas how is it turned into a solid well if you're freezing it it turns into solid i guess yeah well science <laughs> Space science. Space No idea. But anyway, regardless, yeah, Yeah. uh, that just seemed like a really cool little Easter egg Mm. slash reference. The trailer didn't show, like, him unmasked, which was interesting. Yeah, I'm wondering how much of him unmasked we're actually going to see. Yeah. I really like this mask, though. This, like, shiny Mandalorian outfit, as opposed to the um, deteriorated Boba Fett get-up. Which also is really cool, but yeah, I don't know. Just something about the slickness of this helm- helmet and this this getup he's got. 
It just, it, for it, I think it just reiterates the fact that it's something new. Yeah, it's new and shiny. Yes. <laughs> something new and shiny to be excited about. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't really have anything else I want to say. Nope. I no? think I'm good. You're good? Yep. Well, when's it coming out, Fulia? It is coming out on the 12th of November to it, in the... In the States. In the States. Because Disney Plus... Because Disney Plus sorry, is coming out. I didn't write the, it very good on the notes. <laughs> Disney Plus is coming out uh, on the 19th for us yes, of this tw- month. But the 12th for the States, which 12th means the States. we're going to have to avoid Mandalorian spoilers for, for a, a week. week. Yep. Which is unfortunate, but on the plus side, it's the only time that's going to happen for Disney Plus, just because we're getting it a week later. Yes. That's the and only so reason. So it's just the first episode that we need to be aware of. Yes. Basically, because they're doing them week to week. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so 19th for Australia and the 12th for America. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Okay, next trailer is... The Witcher. Yeah. Another TV series trailer. Yes. Very dark, almost... Gave me the Game of Thrones vibe, even though it's not set in that time. It just, there's just a lot of Britishness to it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> there's a lot of Britishness. <laughs> well, you know, it's, that's because that's all you hear. <laughs> yes, because those are their accents. <laughs> what? I didn't, I didn't know how else to describe I it. I love it. No, I love it. It's fantastic. Britishness. Um, it's, but yeah, it yeah. seems it's very dark. It's, it's, it's just, it, it does look interesting though. Yes, um, it does. And the one, <laughs> this is, this, I, I, I don't like the whole, I actually, you know what? I don't care. Um, that, that <laughs> bathtub scene. Holy moly. <laughs> Henry Cavill, yep. my goodness. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I haven't seen the Tudors. I've only ever seen Henry Cavill in two things, and that is uh, him doing Superman and him in Mission Impossible. He's fine. He's a fine man, fine looking, great mm-hmm. on the eyes. But for some reason, this Witcher, and not even the bathtub scene, this Witcher trailer, I'm like, yeah. Yeah? I can get around him. Cool. In and around him, for sure. Because <laughs> I don't know what it is. But when they re- when they first released the photos of him, like the early production stills of, yeah, yeah. of him as Geralt, uh, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't like it. Yes. But in context and in, in, in this trailer, he looks awesome. He really does. He looks so, the costuming so good. costuming is so good. Costuming is great throughout the entire trailer, not just him, but he yeah. just looks great. He pulls off the whole look. The eyes are fantastic. The long gray hair. Like, it's just there's really a, cool. There's a lot going on. There's a lot, definitely a lot going on. Like, right at the end, it looks like he may go evil or something because he had black eyes. So I don't know what that's about. Mm. Neither of us have read the Witcher books. No. Or played the Witcher games. Nope. So I know nothing about this stuff, which is kind of cool because we're going fresh, into it fresh, fresh yeah. eyes, no idea, no expectations. Yeah, exactly. This was a very good trailer, though. It was yes, cut, I it agree. was cut very yeah. well. Uh, the exposition was just right. Didn't mm. didn't tell you the overarching story. No, it kind of just set up who Geralt is uh, as you know, a, I guess an antihero. He's not really. Mm. The hero of the story is more of a yeah, more of an anti-hero. Doesn't kind of want to be, has darkness in him. Yeah, um, quite clearly. Um, but you know, is trying to be good. Does he have a child? I don't know. 
It was saying something about trying to save someone in the trailer. No, but, yeah, he's like he he in the trailer. He's like he's he had, he was talking to someone. And he's like, I I won't be able to save her in in that sort of okay in that sort of sense you, or something around this. You but you so you guessed it was a child. Like well, they were showing pictures of a of a of a girl that had eyes that were a different color as well. Right. So I, okay, I, maybe I was I, assuming it might have been like a. Like a love child of some sort. Maybe I, I zoned out. I have no idea. <laughs> no, it's fair. So right. I don't remember. But it was it was still really good. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. So The Witcher will be on Netflix just in time for Christmas, mm-hmm. the twentieth of December. Cool. Yep. Awesome. Cool. And what's our third trailer for you? The third and final trailer, which is probably um, it's definitely my favorite. I don't know about you. Um. <laughs> It's look. It's probably a no. It, the Mandalorian is probably my favorite okay. trailer, but only just. This one was still really good. We yep. have. It's been a good trailer park this week. It Let's was. Just say that it all, has been. And it is Jumanji: The Next Level, level. the final trailer final. before it gets released. Final trailer. Yes, I didn't realize it had been like three or four months since the first trailer. I know. <laughs> I saw that when we were looking it up, and I'm like, whoa. Okay. It's been a while. It's been a while between drinks. Um, yeah. I'm I'm still in. I yeah, mean, me was, too. Like I was convinced from the first. I was trailer. in. Yeah, exactly. I was already sold. They already had my money with the first trailer. And yeah, the second one's They've given us like, a yep. little bit more. Um, tiny bit more, but not tiny too much. bit more, but not uh, that much as you just said. Yeah. But um, I think when I because I I I previously watched this episode. Um, I think maybe a, a few days ago. When, this when it, when this it, episode, huh? Hmm. This episode. Sorry. What is it with me and saying episode? I don't understand. I did it last time too. <laughs> you just like the word, uh, I guess. Okay. Yes. It's fine. Um, you watched last, this trailer. I watched this trailer a few days ago. A few days ago. Yes. And I, um, I think by the end of it, I was like, I think they've showed a bit too much of the gags. Yeah. Now, um, but you know what? Even if they did, I'm. Still gonna enjoy it no matter what. Well, see, that's where my only issue came in. Yeah, with was the fact that um, we find out that Bethany ends up in Jack Black's avatar again right at the end. Yes, that was the only thing. I'm like, okay, we didn't. Why did we do that? Yeah, we didn't need to. I was fine with her being a horse. Well, the other thing. Yeah, for, well, yeah, exactly. Which was hilarious. <laughs> so, and they probably didn't even need to show us that. No. But they could have kept the mystery of like, well, where are Bethany and um, well, the thing Spencer, is, we but... don't we don't know how they get back into their original well, no, character they bodies. Didn't, they didn't exactly. So show that, that part is still a mystery. Yeah. All we know is it happens. It happens somehow. Yeah. Yes. But apart from that, still a really good trailer. Yes. So really funny. Jack Black, Kevin Hart, and Dwayne Johnson playing extra characters this oh, time. Man is just amazing. So great. Karen Gillian still playing the same character as the last film. But she's still doing an she's awesome job. Still kicking ass. Yes. And ah oh, man, it is so funny to see those three men playing extra characters. Like yep. especially Kevin and Wayne yes. playing senior men <laughs> in their bodies. Yes. <laughs> it's Oh great. my hips feel like butter. It's great. <laughs> I haven't looked like this, this since. Is, You've no, never, never looked, looked like, like this. this. <laughs> <laughs> never ever yeah, looked like, like this. 
my, my eyes are a different color. color. Your whole, whole body's body a different never, color. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Yeah, awesome. Yes. Really good, really funny. I hope there's still some good gags. I hope so, Funnier too. gags in the movie yes. itself. And that it just has... Right, the right amount of adventure as the first one did because that's what I want. Very much looking forward to it. Yes, very much. So, yeah, bring it on. Give it to me now. Yes. When's it coming out? Coming out. Boxing Day for us. Boxing Day. Uh, which, for you people out there, that means the 26th of December. Yes. So <laughs> I don't know if Boxing Day is an American thing. No, it's definitely a British and an Australian, Australian thing. thing. Yes. Not in America. No. Um, so the 26th. Of, of December. December for an Australian release. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Cannot wait to see this. It's going to be, be fun. <laughs> That's going to be my New Year's movie. That'll probably be the first thing I'll see. I might actually go to the cinemas and see it. I might. I might see it uh, before New Year's. Ooh. Probably the week that it comes out, I might see it. Cool. Yeah. Good luck with the crowds. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll. I won't do it on the first day. I'll watch it. No. The following day. Go or on like. Going like the 28th or something. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Everyone will be on holidays. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so um, I've got one little thing I want to mention before you yes, go on. Yes, yes. Because it's it's Halloween week. It's spoopy week. Mm-hmm. We're getting freaky, getting yep. scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was a really great trailer that kind of fit this theme this week. But because I'm such a nice person. Yes, she is. I decided to spare Fulia the trauma. <laughs> That would have happened had she watched this trailer. And mm-hmm. I am talking about the trailer for the upcoming remake slash reboot of The Grudge. Yes. So, because I haven't seen it, I have no words, no two cents to no. input for this. that's the point. Take it away, Kendall. Yes, okay. I'm just going to talk for a minute uh, about this because, yeah, I didn't want to not mention it. I can't wait. It's really the the bottom line the trailer's that good really good trailer we don't need this movie at all like i will fully admit (laughs) it's not necessary yeah it's been done the the 2004 film with sarah michelle geller is one of my favorite horror films ever to this day Mm -hmm. i watched it when i was in high school and i probably shouldn't have (laughs) but it's really that's really good um jump forward 15 years and we're getting this this one and it's going to be produced by Sam Raimi, um, another horror master, mm-hmm. who, uh, you know, brought us Evil Dead um, and Spider-Man, the original trilogy. Yep. But yeah, he's going to be, he, he, he produced the uh, original uh, American remake, not the Japanese, but the re- American remake Sam Raimi produced. And so he's going to be uh, producing this one as well. So that gives me hope. That it's going to be good. Yep. The trailer was very good. It kind of does seem to me like they are create like sort of creating the same like recreating the same story but with a slightly different spin. Um, so that's kind of cool that they're mm-hmm. putting something different with it, changing it up a bit. There is, there is, and just be wary. There is an excellent jump scare in this trailer. I jumped. Okay, if you jumped, I would have screamed. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. it was, And I knew it was coming. It was so obvious. Like, it's not, it's not, like, not... Was it the music? Not obvious at all. Well, yeah, it goes silent. You know those moments where jump scares are about to happen and there's just no noise? Yeah. And then, because yeah. it, then it's just like, blah, like all at once. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, basically. So there's a very good jump scare in this trailer and so just be wary of it. Mm-hmm. But I fucking loved it. Um... 
There's uh, the actress named Lynn Shay, who is in the Insidious movies mm-hmm. that I also really enjoy. Uh, she's in this. She's looks like she's playing, potentially playing the older woman character who, um, from the who was in the original one, but I I can't really say for sure because Jackie Weaver, the wonderful Australian actress, is mm-hmm. in, also in this movie, and she's you know on the older side as well. So I don't yep. know. I don't know where this comes down, but Lynn Shay is portraying some unhinged old woman and just has, is sporting a very evil grin and laugh and all this. And I was just like, wow. Okay. <laughs> but the two main stars of the film are John Cho and Andrea Riseborough. And mm-hmm. Andrea's playing a cop. Um, and yeah. And she's investigating what's happened. Yeah. Cause do, you probably don't know the premise of the grudge. Nope. For those who don't know, the premise of the grudge is basically if it's a Japanese, based on Japanese folklore, like old wives' tale sort of thing, where um, if someone dies, in, like at the hands of rage or in the grip of a rage, then that rage turns into a curse. Oh, okay. And so the then the the evil spirits, like all the spirits of the deceased, turn into evil, vengeful spirit slash demons essentially okay and anyone who sets foot in the house where they died will get killed by by the ghosts Mm. so it's freaky as shit uh and it doesn't matter where they kill you because as soon as you enter the house you could leave fly overseas and they'll still get you all because you've walked in that space wow it's yeah so it's really freaky um but i'm so excited for those who are interested and excited as well, The Grudge uh, will be hitting cinemas in Australia on the 9th of January. Interesting. A weird release date for a horror film. Yeah. Like this, which has me worried because January is kind of like a dead zone for movies and a lot of average films, unless you're an Os- you're either an Oscar film or you're a shitty film if you get released yeah. in January. So I don't know if this is going to be good based on that information, mm, but I'm... The trailer was very well made, so yeah. fing- finger- my fingers are crossed. We'll see what happens. All right, so that's Trailer Park then. Cool. Trailer Park, done, and diddly usted. Um, yes. Which means now... It's time! It's time for the segment you've all been waiting for. Popcorn culture! <laughs> Popcorn culture! <laughs> Yes! Yay! It's popcorn culture time! Popcorn culture time. Fantastic news. <laughs> and boy, do we have a discussion for y'all. Oh, yeah. I'm very, very hyped to get into this. Yes. So this is... Because this week was Halloween-y, Woo. we decided to be Halloween-y with our question. Of course. <laughs> Seems logical. <laughs> so what's the question for you? It is... What's the scariest scene in a movie and why? Yeah. Can I go first? Yes, you may. Because mine is a really good segue. <laughs> so my scariest scene in a film to this day is actually from the 2004 Grudge. Oh, wow. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. It's, it, it is. So Interesting. Yep. Yeah, so just a heads up, some of these scenes may or may not be spoilers. Mm-hmm. For the films that people are going to mention, so just just letting people know in advance, apologies. Yeah. If it, but this, what I'm about to say is not going to spoil the ending, 
uh, of the film, but um, a character is going to die. Well, of course. Yes, because that's a horror film. Uh, <laughs> and that's what characters do. Yep. In horror films, <laughs> films, unless you're a final girl. And even then, you may not make it out alive. But I digress. Mm-hmm. My favorite scene, uh, scary scene that scared me the most in this and anything ever, there is a scene in The Grudge where um, a... Oh, I, what the main, the main detective who is investigating the deaths and the killings and all of this whatever going on, trying to figure out what's wrong with this house and the family that's now been affected by, you know, they're being dropped, picked off one by one. So he's gone to uh, the apartment building of where one of... So there's this main family. They're living in this house. Uh, they're an American family living in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And so the husband and wife live with the grand grandma in this place, and then the husband's sister also lives in uh, in Tokyo. Yeah. Um, which is I think she might be part of the reason they're there. I can't remember, but anyway, so she lives in this apartment building, mm-hmm. um, and she gets killed by the grudge curse, like the ghost. Wow. So in this really creepy horror like sequence. The way it happens, it's yeah. It, they drag it out, like they make the audience suffer in this scene because <laughs> of you're just you just keep waiting and waiting and waiting and expecting and expecting for when okay she's gonna get it, and then it, it finally happens and it's terrifying. But then, but the part that freaks me out the most, and this is so clever as well, when the detective is watching back the security footage of uh, the sister, like. In the apartment building, there is a scene where um, the sister's, like, walking through the hallway and using, like, the stairwells and the lifts and stuff to run away from the ghost, basically, and try and get back to her apartment. Mm. Um, the security footage captures something not so nice on, on, on tape. Oh, no. On the film. Oh, no. There is footage of... The ghost the, mm. of the the, the the female ghost. There are two ghosts. There's yeah. a female and then there's a little boy. Yeah. The female is the one you need to really watch out for. <laughs> She's the mean one. Um, but the female ghost, you see this black figure, like a shadow, come out from under a doorway and into the stairwell and rise up and take the form of a, of a woman. Oh. Right? And she, she's all shadow. Wow. You don't you can't make out any features. Yeah, yeah. Or any there's no paleness to her, no complexion. No. Just shadow. Yeah. Black. Okay. Right. And she's got really long hair and yeah. she's wearing a dress. And, yeah. Um, she's just walking through the hallway really slowly. Mm. And sometimes she'll move suddenly and come back. Like, okay. like 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 you know when you see static in VHS? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, and the picture moves. It's like a little glitch. Little glitch? Yeah. She, she that happens a couple of times. Yeah. So the detective watches as the ghost walks past the camera. Yeah. Right? And that's what happened in the scene originally. Like yeah. the when the when the sister was being chased, the there they show you that like in the hallway actually perspective of the ghost yeah, walk, yeah, yeah, yeah. walking through, right? Here's the trick. Mm. The ghost knows the detective is watching the tape. Oh, it comes back. <gasps> It turns around yeah. and it comes. The next time you see it, it doesn't even like walk backwards and out like an away. Yeah, yeah. 
It just slides directly in front of camera. Oh! <laughs> I hate those! <laughs> Fully is freaking out. No! And I'm pro- I think I'm doing a really good job telling this. <laughs> so, but it comes right up in front of the camera. Okay. Makes these weird noises. And then its eyes open. And the hair, like, blows away. Yeah, yeah. And the eyes go white. But then, then they, the pupils come around and then go wide. Oh! The detective doesn't die, but that's the scare. Oh, man. And just just hearing this, about it. To this day, terrifies the shit out of me. And I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. Yeah. Why'd you have to tell me that? I'm going to have nightmares now. It's not real. It's fine. I know. You're okay. Still, I'm going to have that imagery in my head and I'm... Yeah. What can I say? I'm a storyteller. Shush you. <laughs> tell the better ones. <laughs> Tell the ones where there aren't evil ghosts. <laughs> okay. Fulia. Yes. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about what scared you the most. Okay. <laughs> Not uh, that scene. No, a different one. Something else. Don't just repeat what I just said. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So I had to have a think about this one because since I'm not a horror buff like you, um, yeah, I had to think outside the horror box. Okay, I like it. Um, so my first instinct was a movie that I watched uh, in high school as part of my uh, movie analysis in year eleven, I think it was. Yeah, and it was The Sixth Sense. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can guess the exact scene, or maybe two, one or two. Of. You know what? I think overall it was just seeing all the dead people there's a lot of dead people there's a lot of dead people but i more specifically the ones i think the scene where the ones were just hanging, hanging from the ceiling in the school oh yeah. my god yeah it, like that just that traumatized me for a few days and i don't like, blame you it's pretty freaky and the fact actually it traumatized me because we had to keep going back to the film so that scene would always pop up in my head mm. the fact that we were studying the film oh no so, and I, I can't remember how long we went through it because it, you know it was part of a uh, an assessment of some sort did you study it in high school or at, u- at uni high school fuck they had to, they had to send out letters they would have like, to our parents we're, we're studying this in order for us to watch it <laughs> wow yeah what how old uh, 16? 16, 17. Okay, all right. That's yeah, yeah. acceptable. Yeah, because they still... started the whole movie analysis thing when I was in year 10. Okay. So from year 10 onwards, it was a movie analysis. Oh, yeah. Okay. And yeah, yeah Sixth Sense. Oh, man. What a movie to watch in high school. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. I don't blame you. Yeah. Part of me was thinking, so when you said Sixth Sense, I was like, okay, it's either going to be the hanging body in the hallway or it's going to be uh, Misha Barton throwing up in the tent. That I actually had to revisit because I, I did a quick little search on scary scenes from that film yeah. on YouTube today. Uh-huh. And that was one of them that popped up. And to even today, I'm, I still just freak out. It's I'm a good like, jump scare too yeah. because it's just the way the camera pans across and then suddenly she's just there and she's just throwing up yeah. out of her mouth and crying. Like it's, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, oh, pretty brutal. Yeah. Pretty brutal. That was one of them. All right. What yeah. else do you have? I'd say that answer? was the worst. I'd say that was the worst. Okay. Part. All right. All right. That's okay then. Um, but if you had to mention another, I, well, mentioning another um, would be something in the kids' film related. Okay. Yeah. Um, because a lot of kids' films 
have scary scenes. Oh, yeah. Even if they're unintentionally scary, yeah. they're scary. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, one of them for me was um, the scene, the last scene in Who Framed Roger Rabbit with Judge Doom. Oh. Where he's reinflating himself. Oh, yeah. His eyeballs pop out. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see him again with animated eyes. And then he starts talking. And his voice starts getting higher and higher. And just, it just, all of a sudden, he sounds like he has swallowed helium from a balloon. <laughs> and it's just freaky as hell to see that in a kid's film. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd did an amazing job playing Judge Doom. He did. He definitely did. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Fair enough. Fair but enough. Who Framed Roger Rabbit is one of my favorite films. Okay. Growing Des- up. Despite that. Despite that. Oh, that's yes. good. That's all right. Um, and I'll mention just quickly an anime film. Um, uh, and it's a Studio Ghibli one. Yes. Uh, by Hayao Miyazaki. Mm-hmm. And that's Princess Mononoke. Okay. Now, this film is kind of dark in a way. Yeah. Um, because there's a particular there's a particular scene where there's a boar, or I think it's a boar spirit, and it's um, it's it's a demonized version of. Oh. And creepy. and it as it moves through, as it moves through life. Because of because he's he's cursed. Yeah. It's a cursed spirit. Yeah. And he's just getting, you know, just more and more evil. The more life he devours, the bigger he gets. Yeah. Um, and one of the characters is actually infected by this evil spirit. Oh. And so he's had to fight it off because it's on his arm and you see it. And it's it's really, really um, creepy, especially the voice it use it puts on. So mm. as it's running through these fields, chasing this character, and it's, it's just, oh, man, like, you don't want to be chased by this thing, seriously. All right, I'm going to have to look this up on YouTube when yes. we're done. Yes, so Princess Mononoke is quite a long film, mm-hmm. uh, but it's really good. Okay. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Okay, um, But cool. like I said, it's sort of, it's, it's a bit dark. Um, so for me, it felt a little bit intense. Fair enough. Uh, for an anime. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, it's definitely a film to watch. Okay. Yes. Nice. But not so scary as The Sixth Sense. Okay. No, I, don't, I wouldn't have thought no, so. No, no. <laughs> That's fair. Yes. That's fair. They're my you, picks. It makes you feel any better, like, animated film that scared me a bit when I was a kid, Fern Gully. I have seen that, yes. Yeah, it's great, a great movie and I love it. Yeah. Especially Robin Williams. Mm. But uh, Hexus... Yeah, Hexus. The, the evil, you know. Yeah. And then he, the fact that he was voiced by Tim Curry, like, <laughs> just going to freak me out. Like, anyway. I can see amazing. it freaking out. Lots of kids. Yes. <laughs> it freaked me out when I was a kid, that's for sure. Yes. All right. So that's enough from us, yep. I think. Um, some pretty cool responses mm-hmm. I, I, I like very much. 
Um, which means now it's time to dive into what you guys had to say. Yeah. And you did not disappoint. No. We have a lot of answers to get through. So <laughs> thank you. A lot of people were scared. A lot of people have been scared <laughs> watching movies. Throughout their time. Throughout their time. <laughs> um, and we've even got answers from every single social media platform. Yes. Or, which is really awesome. The main three. And it doesn't yes. happen very often. So thank you for that. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to start us off with our Twitter response, mm-hmm. which is from one Monday. Michael Lister. Hey, Michael. Hey, Mike. Um, and he says, in Nightmare on Elm Street for the Dream Master, when Debbie turns into a cockroach, cockroach rips out of her body. Epic body horror before I watched The Fly and The Thing. This stayed with me as a kid and started my love for practical effects. <laughs> hashtag tell Fred. Hashtag Freddy better than Jason. Ooh. <laughs> Too bad Wayne's not here. Those Name's are fighting words. Those are most certainly... <laughs> Fighting words. Um, I have not seen any of the Nightmare on Elm Streets, nope. so I cannot comment on this one. But that does sound pretty intense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Very body horror. Mm-hmm. I haven't even seen The Fly, but I know about The Fly. Like, it's pretty gnarly. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum literally becomes a fly. Ooh. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he an experiment backfired he was trying to teleport oh, something in a machine and he ended up mixing his dna with a fly mm. they actually spoof it in the simpsons oh okay yeah when bart mixes his dna with a fly and turns and then there's there's a, a fly with bart's head and then there's bart's body with a fly's head <laughs> it's very funny um but yeah that sounds pretty messed up yeah thanks mike thanks michael and now we're moving on to our instagram response and this is from David Turpy five four zero seven. I have no idea. Satwa arising. Satwa arising. Okay, that that's a hell of a. Uh, that's Instagram. a handle. That, that's a that's a hell of a handle. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they say in eight millimeters when uh, when Nicolas Cage walks in the room turns off the record player, walks out, and then the record player starts up again. Oh, so I'm guessing it turns on by itself? Yeah, I assume so too. Yeah, it's creepy. That would be creepy. I don't think 8mm was a horror film. I mean, it probably isn't. I mean, it doesn't have to be a horror film to be scary, obviously. Mm. But uh, that would be creepy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, don't want don't <laughs> want any of that. No. We tell, you to, we tell you when to play and when not to play. That's not something... Otherworldly things are supposed yes, to be doing. Yes, yes. No, no poltergeisty things. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. Um, cool. Thank you very much. David. David. <laughs> thank you, David. Uh, all right, moving on to Facebook now with a hell of a lot of responses. So let's crack on. Starting with Sammy Lister. Hey, Sammy. She says, in Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Holy crap. It's funny because Sammy is Mike's wife. Yeah. And they both like Nightmare on Elm Street. Who would have thought? Uh, she says, where Freddy comes into Philip's dream, he slashes his wrists and legs and uses his veins and tendons as puppet strings. Oh, God. Oh, oh my God. I, oh. I love horror, but that sounds... Uh. Uh. She's like, I can't watch this scene without cringing. Yep. I I'm, can't even see yep. this, and I'm actually... Both of us are cringing right <laughs> yeah, pretty now. Much. Um, especially when Philip is on top of the building and Freddy cuts his veins, causing Philip to fall to his death. <sighs> Just the close-ups of his tendons and drips of blood, it scares the shit out of me. <sighs> wow, thanks for that visual. Yeah, Sammy. I know. <laughs> Holy... I don't even know if I want to watch that. No. That's too much. 
like the other time any kind of body horror like fucks like freaks me out fucks me up is when there's a scene in the movie Hostel mm-hmm. um, which is basically uh, torture porn because there's this one of the characters who like backpackers who gets kidnapped you're not gonna like this I think I've seen like the first he's sitting he's sitting on a chair mm. blindfolded I'm pretty sure or blinded or something and his torturer the guy who's paid like you know six figures to you know do whatever he wants to him he cuts his achilles tendons oh yeah yeah and then you see him get up and try to walk and yeah oh no i'm not saying anymore oh because it's terrible it's terrible oh so that just made me think of that sorry as a sports person that is not good no yeah yeah I feel really bad. Fully is really freaking out. This is bad. This is not going to be a good episode. No, No, I'm sorry. It's okay. All right, we will we will wrap up in a positive way. Don't worry. Thanks, Sammy. Yes, thank you. Um, who's next? Our next response comes from Ashley Hall. Hey, Ash. And he says the scene in Halloween 2 original where Michael is standing in the baby's ward just staring. Staring at the newborns, he creates some serious tension and uncertainty of how far Michael will go. And the length of the particular scene doesn't help. He's standing there, knife in hand, staring at the babies for at least 20 seconds. Doesn't seem long, but in a 90-minute movie, it feels like a lifetime. Still freaks me the heck out just the same, even after seeing it 700 times. Not scary because of ghosts or demons or any of the current horror movie tropes. Just a man with a knife locked in a hospital in the middle of the night staring at babies. Horrifying. Wow. Yes. And he also mentions a little um, trolley comment. Uh, Every scene in Grease 2 is pretty terrifying. (laughs) Which which Wayne responds, you're an evil man, Ashley Hall. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Love your work. Love your work, Ash. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Um, so yeah, I uh I haven't seen the original Halloween two or the original Halloween because I'm clearly not the horror buff I think I am. Um <laughs> or, uh but regardless, that sounds yeah. Not, that is very creepy. Not not great. No. Not great. I really want to know the context for the scene. But <laughs> but still, on even on its own it's Yeah. Especially with that, if he's standing there with the mask on and yeah. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. Yep. Nope. No good. Thanks, Ash. Thank you, Ash. Next up, we have the lovely Crystal Caruana. Hey, Crystal. And she says, not a scary scene, but the conjuring has messed me up. (laughs) Fair call. Yep. Fair call. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So for me, the conjuring has some really, really good scares. It's not the scariest scene. I, scene, I can't speak. It's not the scariest film I've seen. However, um, it's very well made. Okay. And uh, yeah, just I don't. I think it's probably one of the best horror films in the last um, ten years. Yep. For sure. Okay. Uh, but yeah, there are some really scary moments, some good jump scares, and creepy, creep out things going on. Because mm-hmm. um, you know, it's about a the ghost of a 
I don't know if it's a maid or a witch or a voodoo witch or something mm. uh, that hung herself on this property and she cursed the the property uh, as she killed herself. Wow. Um, saying whoever would, you know, own it or step foot in it would suffer. Um, basically, I'm paraphrasing. And, yeah, this family move in. Mm-hmm. This is based on a true story as well. Oh, wow. A family move in in the 70s and um, the mother ends up getting possessed by the witch wow okay um and so then they have to come and do an exorcism and there's all these creepy scares and things moving without people moving them yep you know all that jazz it's a very good film but yeah i can totally understand crystal why that would freak you out (laughs) for sure (laughs) i get you yes i get you thank you very much thank you our next response comes from Mother and Daddy Richardson. Yay! <laughs> it's my parents. Yay! Because they're so adorable, they have their own joint Facebook account. Hello, Scott and Sue. Scott and Sue, hello. And they say, Carrie, original, when her hand came up from uh, came up from her grave. Yep. Or the original Omen. Yes. Now, <laughs> I haven't seen the Omen films at all. I would really like to. Um, because I think it's basically about the son of the devil. I think his name's Damien. I'm pretty sure it's either the devil or he's the son of the devil. If Wayne was here, he would know. Um, regardless, I love the original Carrie. Um, the film is over 40 years old. It still holds up. Mm-hmm. Um, also stars John Travolta in one of his early film roles. Mm, okay. um, he gets killed. <laughs> of course. But he plays an absolute douchebag in the film. <laughs> uh, well, he's he's the boyfriend of the, the main, like... Excuse me, the boyfriend of the main, like, like bad girl, like the bully. Oh, okay. Because Carrie is about this girl who's yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. in high school. You yeah. know the story? Yeah. yeah. She's been bullied. She's been bullied pretty severely, and yeah. um, she has telekinetic powers, and she ends up, you know, kind of going crazy. Oh, yeah. Very much so when someone says, if you're going Carrie at the prom, then, you know... That's not some. That's not something you want to kind of wish on anyone. No, it's kind of become a phrase in pop culture. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love Carrie and Sissy Spacek is iconic in that role. But yeah, the what Mum and Dad are talking about is the um, yeah at the very end of the film, there's a really good jump scare where um, Carrie because spoilers, Carrie dies uh, at the end. She ends up, you know, killing her mum, and the house that they they lived in collapses and burns burns them alive and all this stuff. Ah, okay. It's pretty nasty. Um, and there's a, I think it's a dream sequence where um, I think her name's Sue, Sue Snell, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's my mum's name, Sue. <laughs> but the, she was the one girl out of all the girls in the school that was actually kind to Carrie. Well, not like fully kind. She was still, you know. Yeah. She was still mean, but she was like, she was the one that was like reconsidering. Yeah. Oh, we sh- we were, we were being way too harsh on her and all this stuff. And she, and she tried to stop the massacre at the prom. Yeah. But she really sucked at that because everybody died. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so she's having this dream sequence, I think at the end of the film where she walks up to the, the place where Carrie's house used to stand and her, um, like tombstone essentially a cross is sitting over these this rubble and it says the words carry white burns in hell <laughs> someone's graffitied it on there yeah and uh, with an arrow pointing down yeah uh, which is pretty morbid and then uh yeah and then out of nowhere while sue's contemplating what's happened um carrie's hand comes up through the ground yep and grabs sue and she's left screaming and then it cuts back to reality and sue is 
I think in hospital or in mental hospital or something, uh. and she's screaming hysterically. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So whilst Carrie didn't kill her, she certainly ruined Sue's life. No. Oh, yes. In the process, because she acted too late. Um, yeah. But yeah, awesome movie. Awesome pick, Mum and Dad. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, next we have Shannon Craven. Hey, Shannon. And Shannon says, anything with sharks, aliens, the end of the world, death via outward forces slash elements, and velociraptors, especially Alan's dream in JP3, as in Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> yes. Which is very funny because there is a YouTube channel, and I think it might be What Culture, they kind of reference the dream that he has. I don't know if you've seen Jurassic Park 3. Nope. Uh, there's basically, because like Alan Grant, who was in you know, Sam Neill's character from Jurassic Park 1, comes back for the third film. Uh, gets conned into going back to the island and um, he's he's asleep on the plane and he's having a dream that the plane's going down mm. and no one else is on the plane but him. Yep. And then he turns to his left and then there's a velociraptor on the plane with him. Oh. But then it speaks. <laughs> it, go, it goes... It talks. It goes, Alan. Like it says the guy's... Like says his name. It's It's the voice of his friend who's actually still alive oh. trying to wake him up. <laughs> but yeah, it hasn't aged well. Let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was pretty creepy at the time. I, I mean, it came out when I was in high school and I remember being freaked out. Okay. Speaking like, of Jurassic Park. Yes. Um, I, I think the reason why I haven't been able to watch any of the Jurassic Parks is because of the first film. Uh, I, what, I think I saw some of it when I was a child. And... <laughs> Um, I think it was on TV at one stage and I saw one of the scenes where um, I think it was the T-Rex in where, where the people are behind these bars in a, I think it was like a sewage or sort of, I don't know what it was. I can't remember, <laughs> but it was dark yeah. and wet mm-hmm. and creepy. Mm-hmm. And all you see is this dinosaur come up and I think one of the guys, I can't remember what character it was has his arm bitten off by this dinosaur. And I think that's what traumatized me. And I'm like, I'm not watching Jurassic Park ever again. That's fair. <laughs> that may have been, that may have been the lost world Jurassic Park. I don't know if that was in the first one, but I'm not, I can't exactly. It was definitely point. back, back in like the nineties. Yeah. Well, lost world came out in 97 or yeah. 98. So I am not, I'm um, not sure which one it was, but it's still, de- yeah. yeah. Not fun. No, no yeah, the, the, the velociraptors in the first Jurassic Park, yeah, there's some pretty freaky. I don't know if it was a T Rex. It could have them. been a velociraptor. I'm yeah. not sure. The velociraptors Probably remembering ones. incorrectly. Yeah. Yeah. The um. Yeah. The no. The in that yeah. The velociraptor scene. Not the one. Not the kitchen scene. Is as tense as that is because there's a scene where the raptors are chasing these kids through the park facility and they they get into a kitchen and it's pretty intense kind of mm. standoff. But um, the scene where the forgotten his name but the ranger guy he's like he's coming out he's, he's trying to protect ellie i think for, who's laura dern's character from getting attacked by the raptors mm. so she can escape and get to this other place and he um he he's a, like a raptor hunter expert basically or he proclaims to be one and he tries to uh yeah save ellie and he does but then he doesn't realize the raptor actually set a trap for him. Oh. And he realizes too, when it's too late and his last words are clever girl. And yeah. Then, and, then it, and then the raptor comes at him from the side Oof. and gets him, eats him alive. Wow. Yeah. Scary scene. Yeah. Also the Dilophosaurus is another scene. That's not, 
they look har- it's a harmless little looking thing mm. probably about this big like a meter meter tall maybe but then it's ne- it's it has a frill neck like a frill neck lizard yep. that opens up and he yep. spits venom at you Ooh. yeah it's not fun new not fun um <laughs> what else did shannon have to say yeah sharks yeah jaws of course um <laughs> aliens I- aliens look for any kind of movie with aliens in it that's not a comedy is always even Mars Attacks is a comedy but the aliens in that freak me out because they got these weird skulls skull like faces I don't mm. I don't like but yeah I remember having nightmares when I was a kid about the aliens from Independence Day and from and the xenomorphs and stuff because mm. um, they were creepy as shit I think the only thing that I've seen out of aliens is the, the chest booster yeah that's the only scene that that's, I've ever seen that's fine and I'm just like nope nope can't do I love it. I love those movies <laughs> just quietly yeah um <laughs> So yeah. Shannon is sort of like me, but probably he can handle it a little bit more than I can when it comes to, you know, scary movies mm-hmm. and scenes. Mm. But yeah, he's not a big fan of horror, whereas his girlfriend is. Oh. Alex is a big fan of horror. Very nice. <laughs> you two should talk. We should have a conversation. <laughs> I'm surprised Alex hasn't sent in. But then again, if she's a, a bad ass, then like I know she is, then she probably doesn't have anything to say. No. Scary, scary wise. So, no. So that's fine. <laughs> Thanks, Shannon. Thanks, Shannon. And our next response comes from Christina Rogos. Hey, Christina. And she says, my sis Kate says Blair Witch Project. Oh, yeah. The last scene where yep. he's standing with his back to us in the corner. Yep. Freaked her out. Yep. I will also agree to that. I love that movie, but that last 10 seconds, <laughs> it's chilling. For me, when I was a kitty and watched The Nightmare on Elm Street as a kid, wow, uh, and one of the dream scenes where the main character is on the phone with Freddy and his tongue comes out of the receiver in one of those old school phones that made me so scared I didn't answer our kitchen phone for about a year after that. <laughs> oh, I don't blame you at all. No. See, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen Nightmare on Elm Street, so I can't. I can't say, but I really need to watch it now because we've had three people mention that series now. Wow. Um, I mean, yeah, I know it, I know it's iconic, so... Uh, but And I have heard about the scene she's talking about, and it's... Yeah, it does sound... I don't blame you at all for not wanting to touch the phone. <laughs> Holy crap. That's intense. Um, but yeah, the, the Blair Witch is... Um, I... When I was a... When I was a kid again, or high school, when I saw it, um, that was, yeah, one of those first horror films I saw when, like... You know, you're 14, 15, you're like, oh, I can finally kind of rent M or yeah. MA films from Video Easy <laughs> uh, and get away with it and, like, experience horror for the first time. Yeah. So we would have, like, ho- horror movie slumber parties, me and my friends, where we would just watch, we'd watch that, we watch Final Destination, what else, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like, a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, The Way Which was one of them, and I just remember... Thinking, I thought I was convinced it was real. Well, it's not real. The yeah. directors have well made it clear it's a hoax. It never really happened. Yeah. But they did such a good convincing job of making it appear real. Just like the Paranormal Activity movies. Like, at least the first one anyway. Oh, was um, it all sort of handheld type of video cameras? Yeah, so it's found footage. Yeah. So Blair Witch is kind of the or- originator of the found footage horror genre yeah um i mean there may have been other films before blair witch but blair witch was really the first big big mainstream success of that type yeah so yeah it's very convincing wow okay and but yeah the ending is like this is the thing like this is what's so 
uh, effective about the Blair Witch is that you never see the Blair Witch. You never see the the entity they're looking for. Right. That's terror. You, that's clearly terrorizing them, but yeah, you never yeah. see it. Yeah. You never see. It's all just from their perspective, and all of them just looking off into the distance and screaming and. And then the last scene, like they find at the last five minutes, they find a house in the middle of the woods and they go in and then um, they get separated. And then, yeah, the, the movie ends with basically the guy facing the corner, just standing up in the corner, not doing anything. Oh, wow. And then the girl just screaming. Wow. Okay. And then she gets hit by something. Yeah. And I think then you hear a gurgling sound coming from her throat and then, and then silence. Ugh. Yeah. Right. It's a really good movie. Yeah. Um, Speaking of found footage, yes. um, it reminds me, this is not a film, it reminds me of um, an episode of Supernatural. <laughs> oh, is there a f- found footage episode? Uh, if the, if, if for those... Or are you talking about the, ghost the ghosts? The ghost faces. Ghost faces, sorry. Yes. Ghost faces. So yes. that that particular episode freaked me out a little bit. Oh, yeah? Because it, it was similar to that. Uh, that sort of thing where they're out there with their handheld cameras and just going through these houses apparently saying that they're haunted because they want to they want to film it. Yeah. Um, and so there's a group of these, you know, these kids that are just... Well, I say kids. They're like early 20s and they're going around trying to find them then you you see the winchesters rock up <laughs> and they're like what the hell are you guys doing <laughs> get out of here but yeah. they don't listen and so one of the characters end up dying yeah that's by right by one of the hands of the ghosts so um because this episode i've actually seen yes <laughs> uh so that one actually freaks me out a little bit i don't like those type of found footage type because they're realistic. episodes they yeah. just seem too realistic to me and they i'm are. just like I, I and it's very just it for me it just feels a bit disjointed like it, it just takes me out of it mm-hmm. and i'm like I, I can't focus because it's moving all over the place yeah, yeah. you can't focus on yeah, what's going some, on sometimes they found footage makes people nauseous or motion mm. sickness because of the shaky cam yeah oh it doesn't make me feel nauseous in any way it just it's hard to focus on what's going on yeah and it just for me that sort of um filming i just i don't like it to be honest no fair yeah um that's fair so that just sort of reminded me of that episode yeah no cool reference yeah. why not um Thank you, Christina. Thank you, Christina. Next, we have uh, my very awesome brother, Jordan Richardson. Hey, Jordan. The whole family's responded. The whole family. <laughs> Look at this. What the, a, the, this is a family of horror buffs. I know. Clearly. <laughs> Love it. Where do you think I get it from? There you go. All right. So, uh, oh, my brother is clearly my brother because what he's about to say is actually my favorite horror film of all time. Okay. And that is Alien. Um, he says, not strictly a horror, very true, um, but it is. The jump scare when Dallas is in the air shaft, god damn. Okay, explain. So, so okay, so... Without freaking me out. <laughs> I can't promise you anything. So, basically, basically, uh, after, well after the chestburster scene has yeah, happened, yeah. the alien is roaming the ship, they're trying to track it down... Because uh, it started killing them off one by one. Yep. And, um, yeah, so they basically send... Like, well, I think they've lo- kind of located it in these like air shafts somewhere in the ship. So uh, they've sent down... Um, well, it had to be their captain for some reason. I don't remember why. 
he made the decision to go mm. down into the air ducts, the air shafts, to kind of see if he could find the thing. Oh, you right? Sorry, I just got a little shock of some sort. Oh, I'm not okay. sure what form though. Mm. It wasn't. It's not an electric shock of any sort. It just that sort of shocky, Jolt. sort of jolty feeling you oh, get. Lord. I, I, in one, I had felt it in my wrist and in my foot. Oh God! And in my back. Shit is getting real on this yeah. podcast, people. <laughs> I think we need to wrap up soon. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, I think I think my brain's telling me to shut down. I think so. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Anyway, so basically, uh, yeah, they the the scene is very effective in raising the suspense because you're just waiting for the moment where they're yeah. gonna come across the alien. And then, yeah, there's a big jump scare when uh, Dallas turns around and then it's there. Like right in and his it, face? Right in his face and it just kind of goes blah again. <laughs> and then, and, and then cut, cut to right. people reacting. You don't actually see him die. Yeah. Because you, you don't need to. No. But he Your imagination can do that for does you. Does the whole thing. <laughs> but yeah, it's, a, it's one of the scariest moments of the movie. Um, okay for sure but yeah very good pick jordan very good thanks jordan thank you so much our next response comes from andy rand andy random random yep okay yes <laughs> hey andy and he says the wire across the dance floor at the start of <laughs> ghost ship yep. still sends a chill up my spine oh yeah it's good it's good. Uh, so, Ghost Ship. I love how I'm explaining all these horror films to Fulia. It's fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to have nightmares tonight. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Advance. Basically, Ghost Ship, the movie, it's one of the best movie openings of all time. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of renowned for it. Yeah. Um, it sets up, you know, the ghosts of the ship, essentially. And it shows, shows them all getting killed. Because um, they're all at this party uh, on, the sh- on the ship. The whole, you know... Uh, all of the passengers, the crew, everybody. Yep. And it's really nice. It's really sweet. And it's really misleading. You forget you're watching a, a scary movie because mm. nothing scary is happening. It's just all very, you know, false sense of security kind yep. of thing. And then something goes wrong, which causes um, some kind of wire or something hanging overhead to fall. Mm. It swoops down and slices everyone. Right. <laughs> And again, mm. you don't see it happen, mm. but the the camera work on this is great because it literally just, it happens and there's this, the only survivor is this poor little girl who ends up dying anyway because everybody's dead on the ship and the ship would have gone down or yeah. she would have starved to death or something. Um, but anyway, she, cause she's, she's shorter than the, where the wire went. She survives. <laughs> she's so she's wow. the only one and she gets to watch as Everybody stands there in shock as they, you know, something's happened. They don't die instantly. Yeah. But they've been sliced They're, in half. Yeah. And then you just see all their faces just go, like, blank. Yeah. And then... Bodies, their bodies slide off. And then bodies fall off and everywhere. And she's just left in a... Ugh. Surrounded by corpses and blood and everything. Ugh. It's a great opening. Oh, yeah. So totally great. It is. <laughs> it's phenomenal. But, um... <laughs> But yeah, freaky as shit. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, very good pick, Andy. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. Love it. Thank you. Uh, next, we have Jodes Hocking. Hey, Jodes. And she says, uh, I literally pissed my pants watching Wolf Creek the first time. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Uh, and I like watching horror. John Jarrett played his role a bit too well. Head on a stick. Okay. I'm not really going to go into too much detail That's on this. That's fine. You don't need to. Because I, I've only, 
I haven't seen, I think I've only seen Wolf Creek like maybe twice and so I'm not very good at remembering. Um, basically the reason I've only seen it that many times is because it it's definitely one of the scariest films I've ever seen. Okay. It's probably the best, I think it's probably the best Australian horror film ever and made. And it just, John Jarrett just seems like a nice guy. He's so nice. He was on Bed Homes and Gardens for Christ's sake. Like, <laughs> lovely man. Yeah, because um, I know someone, um, I have a, uh, a costume, um, and she's not really a costume designer per se, but she works in the costume department. And um, she worked on Wolf Creek 2, I think. Oh, cool. Yes. Um, up in the Northern Territory. Yeah, somewhere. it's filmed up there. Yeah. Yeah. So, and she had a lot of fun doing, like, being part of that film project. But, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, finding out that Wolf Creek is a Australian horror is just like, yeah, okay, I'll stay clear of that. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's... friend, but I won't be watching no, it. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, number one is amazing. It's definitely one of the best horror films ever made, for sure, because it found international success as well. Yeah. Um, understandably. And, yeah, John Jarrett. It's Mick Taylor is... One of the most iconic uh, horror villains mm-hmm. ever to grace the silver screen. And yeah, the head on a stick part is not fun. No. Not fun. He basically does this thing where he um, kind of paralyzes one of the women he's captured. Mm-hmm. And that's a battle I'm going I'm to say. Okay. No, it's all right. My imagination's already running wild. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Anyway. <laughs> um, thank you, Jodes. Okay. And our final response comes from our wonderful Wayne Stellini. Wayne Stellini, what have you got in store for us? All right. So he says, I love me a good jump scare. Here are some of my favorites. Jaws has two famous jump scares, but the one that still gets me today, even though I hold my breath in anticipation, is when Hooper discovers Ben Gardner's mutilated head. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. Uh, Jason's appearance at the end of the original Friday the 13th not only made me literally jump out of my seat, but had me screaming too. Oh yeah, that's that's one of the best jump scares ever in cinema history because you literally think the final girl has survived and she's drifting on this boat in the middle of Crystal Lake and then all of a sudden the, the rotting corpse of a young Jason Voorhees rises up out of the water and grabs her and, and pulls her into the into the lake. Nope. You're welcome. <laughs> um, it's awesome. Anyway. <laughs> and continue. The Conjuring's biggest and best jump scare comes with six simple words. Look what she made me do. Uh, My heart literally skipped a beat. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. 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 Gotcha. With you. For sure. Go- <laughs> ghosts are scary. Mm. Also... <laughs> The Exorcist is still the scariest movie I've ever seen, so much so that I haven't watched it in about 20 years and have never ventured past the TV cut. Oh, no, I love watching the director's extended cut of that. It's awesome. Um, I watched it on Netflix like a month ago. Okay. Uh, But the month ago, I think the the Netflix is the um, TV, TV cut. Right. It's not the extended one. Yeah. It all begins when Regan isn't quite feeling herself, comes downstairs to where her mother is hosting guests and urinates on the carpet. The rest of the film is pure suspenseful terror. Yeah, it's pretty confronting stuff. And the fact that uh, child actress Linda Blair went on to actually become a stable, functional woman, I mean, as far as we know, is 
pretty much a miracle. Because this, when she was a kid and did this, she was like 12, 13. Yep. Uh, yeah, she was made to say foul language, uh, do like self-mutilation, um, yeah, and vomiting stuff and spooky. Yeah, it was really spooky what they made her do. Mm. Really scary stuff. So I'm surprised she didn't turn out as one of those troubled child stars. But thank goodness she she, she pulled through all right. She seems like a wonderful woman. <laughs> um, and I love her performance in that film. It's a very impressive performance from a young child actor yes. okay. in The Exorcist. And mm-hmm. it's one of the best movies ever made. Yep. Continue. However, I have to admit that Iron Man features the scariest scene in cinematic oh history. Oh, my God. Let's continue with this. Let's not. <laughs> Kendall, you know the one. It's the post credit scene when Nick Fury says oh. he's here to talk to Tony Stark about the Avenger Initiative. I often wake up in a cold sweat thinking about the franchise that scene sparked. Truly horrific. This message has been delivered in accordance with the Kendall concession of November 2018. It's been a year. It's been a year. <laughs> Happy anniversary to the Kendall concession. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Hashtag it's been a while. Hashtag yeah. love you, Kendall. Uh-huh. <laughs> Somehow I love you too, Wayne. <laughs> God. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I'm so tired. I don't have a retort for that. <laughs> Other than to say... As much as I love you, I also hate you very much. <laughs> May I remind you is that that you are you are willingly watching Marvel movies for reviews, and you're enjoying them. Yeah. So in, this is true. In your face. <laughs> um, yes. Thank you, Wayne. Um, Thanks, Wayne. Apart from that, whatever that was at the end there, the rest <laughs> of your answers were fantastic. So thank you so much. Okay, then. That's it. That's it. That's Thank our, you, everyone, yeah. for your responses. Thank you so much. There were some awesome, awesome responses. I think my main takeaway is that I really need to watch the Nightmare on Elm Street films. And then my other takeaway is Paul Fulia is never sleeping again. Yeah. After just me describing things. Yes. My takeaway will be, you know, just going back and watching all the sitcoms that I can to make me Good. feel better. Yes. <laughs> Good. Do that. All my feel-good movies and Good TV shows. Yep. <laughs> Watch something funny. Ah, you're going to have to escort me to my car now. Because <laughs> that's, that's how freaked I am. No, that's that's fair. That's, I'll, I'll, I'll own that. That's fair. Okay, so thank you again, everybody, for all your responses. Yes. Amazing work. We couldn't do this without you. Yes. Um, Fulia. And speaking of feel-good films. Oh, yes. Very good segue. And Nick, our... Um, our next question yes. for next week yes. is what is your go-to cheer-up movie and why? Yes. I'm going to have a few, uh, but I'm not going to be here for that, so I'll send my answer you'll in. You'll send them in. Yes. yes. I so, will be away playing hockey. Oh, hockey next week. Hockey next right. Sunday. So that's going to be fun. That will be fun. Can't um, wait. We've been on a bit of a hiatus because yeah. of the Cup Carnival. So. No, no, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Back at it next Sunday. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's the question. I figured as, you know, just some counter-programming to the horrificness of this week's episode. Let's <laughs> let's talk about movies that you put on purely to cheer yourself up. Yep. They always put you in a good mood no matter what's going on. Um yeah, we want to know what they are yes. and why. Yes. Hashtag tell Fred. Definitely. 
please send in your answers during the week and we will yeah we'll have a chat about some lovely feel good stuff next yep. week good stuff awesome great stuff all right what's up with fred oh so um we're still getting the usual Fred Watch reviews. Yeah. Mine came out for Halloween last uh, Thursday. Yes. Hotel uh, Transylvania. Hotel Transylvania. Blah, blah, blah. Ooh. Which he does not say, apparently. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so, yeah, you can go check that out. Um, we've also got a Fred Watch podcast that came out. Oh, yeah. And I've listened to it. You did? I did. And it was really good. You liked it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was on the film Psycho. Yep. The classic, the the just iconic horror film from Hitchcock himself. Yes. Um, yeah. Go check that out on, mm-hmm. on all of the post postcast podcasting apps um, that you have at your disposal because yeah that was a really fun chat and as always a pleasure to join the Fred Watch boys in the Fred Shed um, for another special (laughs) love it thank you guys and we've also got the usual Marvel Mondays by the one and only Wayne Stellini yes uh, with his Fred Watch reviews Uh every Monday yep despite his trolls yes despite his trolls he secretly loves them (laughs) he's getting through the franchise now I believe he's up to Doctor Strange this week. Cool. I'm fairly certain. Awesome. Yeah, it's either Doctor Strange or Guardians 2. Um, I can't remember which one, but he's that's that's kind of the area he's at. So mm-hmm. go on the FredGallingProductions.com website and yep. look all of his reviews up. He's yes. done everything from Iron Man up till now. So Awesome. Uh, we, that's what he's doing. Yes. So, yeah, what else? Uh, we have Collectible Chaos out. Go check that out. And got to say... I'm getting some real good feedback from people. About awesome. It. So it, it was, was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. We had a blast <laughs> filming it. Uh, I got to educate fully on the ways of the Simpsons. Yes. And their Halloweeniness. <laughs> it's my top 10 favorite Treehouse of Horror stories. And yeah, I, it, the episode turned out really well. Yep. And I've had like my wonderful friend, Adam, <laughs> uh, I can quote him directly as saying, this is the best video you guys have done. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> he was very impressed. Awesome. Very impressed. And the lovely Wayne Stellini uh, gave me some very nice compliments being the big Simpsons fan he is. That yes. was That made me feel really special. So, <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's on YouTube. Go check it out. Yes, go check that out. Um, also, the monthly at Winifred's is out as yes. well. Yes, talking uh, celebrity crushes. Yes. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> we had a lot of crushes. We did. <laughs> and everybody did. I was talking to, yeah, one of my work colleagues about it the next day. And, yeah, the fact that it was nobody repeated any names except for maybe, you know, two honorable mentions of Daniel Radcliffe. Yep. That was it. <laughs> you know, well done, everyone. Yes. Uh, yeah. So Definitely. please, please go check that out mm-hmm. as well. Oh my goodness. And then we also had, uh, I had Incompetent Gamers last week. Incompetent Gamers? With a very special guest that has not been around for a while. No. It was Darth Puddin. Darth Puddin <laughs> returns. Yes. yes. So we decided to play a couple of rounds of Cluedo. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> and you got to be a part of it I by did. commenting. That was so funny. I, so, and it was great because they didn't notice me for five minutes. Oh, I know. I said, hello. <laughs> You've only got me for like 10 minutes and then I have to leave. 
and we got there halfway in halfway to when she had to leave and rookies. i was like oh hold on a second it's candle rookies <laughs> we were so focused you on were the very, game no you were very focused <laughs> but it, you know what was even funnier is the fact that i was literally type in the middle of typing out it's been five minutes and you haven't even noticed me yet. And then I noticed. And then as I was typing it, you finally spoke up and said that you noticed me. And I, yeah, it was very funny. But, uh, and then I, you know, I ended up picking not the exact. Uh, Almost. But I, she got two of the three. Two out of the three that I got the, the, the suspect, the suspect and the location. And the location, not the, not the weapon. Yeah. But I was still very proud. <laughs> very close. Very close. <laughs> but yeah, that was a lot of fun. Check out the uh, live stream. There's also yes. highlights. Uh, of that isn't there yes there is yeah so watch and the yeah so check that out um and i'll be on again on friday uh same time 4 30 p.m yep. australian eastern daylight savings time yep um and yeah so this week not sure what else is going to be coming out this week um specifically in terms of uh fred stuff well i mean you need to let me finish my things yes that's true go on <laughs> here she is wrapping up i'm on. almost wrapping up i'm like i swear there's something else but it's like not there <laughs> well i'll tell you what it is yes <laughs> uh this week i dropped my empire strikes back yes review on non-scripted ramblings um which was almost half an hour of me talking all things empire and the trivia behind it my thoughts on the performances and the film as a whole and yeah, I had a good time talking to the camera Yes, about it. So it's on YouTube now. Please go check that out as I count down to the release of The Rise of Skywalker. What's the next one? Uh, Return of the Jedi. Ooh. Yeah, this is one of my... That's probably my second favorite cool. Star Wars film. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Awesome. Um, Going to be fun. Uh, so check. That should be out later in the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Seeing any movies? This week, um, possibly, but uh, I'm just going to leave you all in suspense until, all right. until next Sunday. Awesome. Monday. Monday. Whenever, whenever this episode gets, <laughs> whenever they come out, I don't remember. <laughs> Ta- wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, what about you? What are you doing? Well, this week I will be... Not talking, apparently. So we- <laughs> oh yeah, this is an audio medium. <laughs> no, I thought I heard something, that's all. I had to stop. Okay. <laughs> um, so this week I will be continuing my work at the Cup Carnival. Uh, so yeah. Melbourne Cup is next on Tuesday and then yes. Oaks Day on Thursday yes. and then Stakes Day on Saturday. Saturday. Um, so three more days to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I have also, as I said before, I have my hockey next Sunday night. So I won't be here for the recording. Um, Good luck. Thank you. Just trying to think what else. I, I think uh, I've, I think that's pretty much all I'll be doing. I've got my piano lesson this week, um, and yeah, more incompetent gaming as per usual. Uh, so you know, keep an eye uh, out for my streams. Yes. And I th- at the moment that's probably about it. This week's going to be busy for me because of work, but uh, yeah, apart great. from that, that's it. Cool. That's my week coming up. Amazing. Yeah. Um, well, for me, uh, yeah, just there will be another, obviously, 
non-scripted ramblings video later in the week uh, so that's going to be fun and then uh, yeah my big thing that I'm there are two big things I'm looking forward to this week I should have actually said when you when you say I'm seeing movies I'm actually going to watch Bram Stoker's Dracula on Ooh. Friday night with Christina and some friends um, at uh, Lido Cinemas nice marathon. they're doing a Keanu Keanu Reeves marathon <laughs> at the moment they're showing uh a bunch of his biggest films every Friday night. Mm-hmm. And so we've all gone to see, well, we're going to see Dracula, yep. which is very exciting because I haven't seen that movie in a long time. So I barely remember it. And I haven't read the book in a long time. So I barely remember that. So that's, <laughs> that's going to be a really good time. And then Saturday is going to be the main event. R&B Fridays. Oh, on a Saturday. Yay. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm seeing Janet Jackson <laughs> again, and I'm very excited. <laughs> Screw everybody else. Um, yeah, there's a big lineup, you know, including Black Eyed Peas, Brandy, Cisco, Fifty Cent, Jaquan, Jason, Jason Derulo. Derulo. Yeah. Uh, so he'd be one that I'd like to see. Fat Man Scoop. Yeah, it's going to be fun, but I'm basically looking forward to Janet and seeing her celebrate 30 years of her most iconic album, Rhythm Nation. Nice. Also my favorite album of hers. So the fact that she's going to be playing mostly Rhythm Nation songs has me very excited. Awesome. Yeah. So I will have a review on that uh, next episode. Awesome. Yes. All right. Well, I think think that is it. it. Yeah. That is it. That is all. That, that was, was a, a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. Time for the Fred blogs. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble, where you can get apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery. With our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team, Unibums, Incompetent Gamers, our live stage shows, and... More. That was the Fred plug. That was indeed. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fuga Cantar Maggio. And, and you just, just experienced, experienced the podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. The spooky edition. And I'm going to go and cry in a corner. Yep. <laughs> and I'm going to walk fully into her car. Because <laughs> I deserve that. <laughs> After what I just put you through, I am very sorry. It's dark out here. Yeah. All your lights are not working. No. <laughs> The funny thing is, they used to work. Yes, I know. Now they don't. Ah. I hope everyone had a very spooky Halloween. Yes, and a fun one as well. And a fun one. Yes. yes. Fun, most important. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. Thank you for listening. Remember to eat the B double E F. Yep. And we'll see you next time. Definitely. Bye bye. Oh, bye bye. And 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 and